CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Thursday, March 5th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sony Santa Monica's head leaves for Stadia, and speaking of Stadia, it gets another update. Ghost of Tsushima has a summer release date, and The Last of Us is getting a TV adaptation for HBO. Longtime Sony Santa Monica studio head joins Google Stadia, which means Sony Santa Monica is getting a new studio head. Sony Santa Monica is one of Sony's most impressive first-party studios, as it was behind all the mainline God of War games, but things are changing at the studio. Shannon Studstill, who most recently served as executive producer on the 2018 God of War, but has been involved in every God of War game, is taking on a new role with Google Stadia. Google has opened a new studio in Playa Vista, California, dedicated to making Stadia games, and Studstill will be heading up the new studio. Taking over her recently vacated role will be Yumi Yang, who has also been with Sony Santa Monica for years and also worked on all the previous God of Wars at varying capacities. Matt Kim reported on the story for IGN, writing, In a statement to IGN, Santa Monica Studio has announced Yumi Yang, a 19-year veteran at PlayStation with an extensive background in product development and heavy involvement across many of Santa Monica Studio's biggest games, as the next studio head for its Santa Monica location. This is an impressive hire for Google Stadia, a platform that is currently in need of some high-quality exclusive games, and Stud still has a fantastic track record for releasing excellent games. The question that remains now is, how will Stud Still's departure affect the future of Sony Santa Monica? There has been no official confirmation, but considering the success of the 2018 God of War and just even looking at the way the story ended with various teases for the future, it's pretty safe to assume that a sequel is already in development. Will Yang's long-term experience working at the studio and working on God of War lead to any notable changes in the franchise? I'm, I'm personally pretty confident that God of War will be able to maintain the consistency of quality that it has set for itself uh, as a standard at this point. I am also very curious to see what comes from Studstill's work with Google Stadia. In a Google blog post about the new studio, Vice President of Stadia Games and Entertainment Jade Raymond wrote, The new Playa Vista studio will focus on delivering exclusive games using new gameplay mechanics, creative ways to play together, and unique interaction models that we're just starting to explore. While we're not ready to share specific game plans yet, Rest assured, we are listening to what gamers want and adding our own Stadia twists to create new IP and experiences. And of Stud Still herself, Raymond wrote, She has an extensive background in product development and creative leadership, but most importantly, she's a visionary who, as the studio director, will lead and inspire the Playa Vista teams. I think that whatever Stud Still is working on over there with Google, I really think it has the potential to be something great. Stadia is starting to stream in 4K. 
we've weirdly had a lot of Google Stadia news today and yesterday. I just talked about its new studio and its new studio head, but if you missed yesterday's episode, I also talked about how Stadia just added the option to capture and share screenshots and gameplay video. Today's update is another Stadia feature that was disappointingly absent at launch. Google is starting to roll out the option to stream in 4K as long as you've got the connection to handle it. Abner Lee reported on the update for 9to5google.com, writing, Before this launch, 4K gameplay was limited to Chromecast, Ultra, and televisions. Besides noticing the visual improvement over 1080p on computers, you can confirm by opening the in-game menu, shift tab, or the Stadia button on the controller, and clicking connection under data usage, status, a mint green 4K icon will appear. An excellent connection is technically required, but 9to5google.com was also able to hit 4K on good and even OK, along with internet speeds over 35 megabytes per second, and $10 per month Stadia Pro subscription is needed to access the best visual quality option. So far, that preference, along with HDR, can only be set on the mobile apps and not Stadia.com. So that's a report coming from 9to5google.com. I've had the opportunity to say this often over the last few days, but I am rooting for Google Stadia. Conceptually, streaming PC games to any device that has a decent internet connection is an exciting proposition, and I would love for it to work well. But the initial rollout has been underwhelming to the point where I wonder if maybe Google even should have just sat on the service a little longer to make a a bigger, more impactful splash with its launch and not jumped out of the gate with so many features being limited. I'm personally waiting to jump in and try out the service next year when there is a free option. I'd like to buy, you know, at least one major release that I was planning on playing anyway and just play through it on Stadia just to get a good idea of how well the service works. Ghost of Tsushima is releasing on June 26th. Ghost of Tsushima, the next game from Sucker Punch Studios, the developer behind the Sly Cooper series and the Infamous series, is releasing on PlayStation 4 on June 26th. This is one of my, personally, one of my most anticipated games of the year, and I am excited that it finally has a release date. Along with the release date announcement, a new story-focused trailer was also released. The trailer shows the game's protagonist, Jin Sakai, training to become a samurai with his uncle Shimura as a boy, and then it fast-forwards 15 years and shows the two preparing to go to war with a massive invading Mongol army. The trailer also shows a scene with Kotun Khan, the leader of the invading Mongol army, as he tries to convince a captured Jin to join his army. There's also a lot of gameplay in the trailer. There's stealth killing and horseback riding. It seems like the story is going to be about Jin seeking vengeance against the Mongol army. As a lot of people tell him, he is more than a samurai, and I think it all looks really awesome. There are also a few different options for purchasing the game with various bonuses, but the most interesting bonus that stuck out to me that might actually make me shell out a, an extra few bucks is one included with the Digital Deluxe Edition. It includes, quote, Director's Commentary, in which our creative team sits down with a renowned Japanese historian to look at the world of Ghost of Tsushima and how it compares to the real-life events that inspired it. I think 
every game should have that, should have commentary. I love director's style commentary. And though this isn't the first time a video game has had it, I do, and I want to reiterate, I think every video game should have it. I love hearing that kind of insight. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. A Last of Us TV show is in the works with HBO. I talked recently about how the Uncharted movie is inching towards actually being a real movie with cameras pointed at actors as they pretend to be different people, but it looks like Uncharted isn't the only Naughty Dog property that might be getting an adaptation. Boris Kitt and Patrick Shanley for The Hollywood Reporter are reporting that The Last of Us is getting a TV show adaptation for HBO. Here's a quote from The Hollywood Reporter's story. Craig Mazin, the creator of the acclaimed limited series Chernobyl, is reteaming with HBO to adapt The Last of Us, the massive Sony PlayStation video game franchise. In a rare development in the world of video game adaptations, the writer and creative director of the game, Neil Druckmann, is also involved and will work with Mazin to pen and executive produce what is intended to be a series. Carolyn Strauss will also executive produce, along with Evan Wells, the president of Naughty Dog, the Santa Monica-based developer of the game. The project is a co-production with Sony Pictures Television. In association with PlayStation Productions, it will be the first television series from PlayStation Productions. Neil Druckmann had a few kind of funny tweets about the announcement. Uh, He shared a tweet from HBO announcing the show and said, Ellie and Joel are heading to HBO, but first we got a little game to finish. And then he followed up saying, I can't believe we get to team up with one of my favorite writers to bring Ellie and Joel's journey to HBO. According to the story, which is linked in the show notes, as always, the show will cover the events of the first game and could possibly cover some elements of the second game as well. Mazin told The Hollywood Reporter, Neil Druckmann is without question the finest storyteller working in the video game medium, and The Last of Us is his magnum opus. Getting a chance to adapt this breathtaking work of art has been a dream of mine for years, and I'm so honored to do it in partnership with Neil. Another interesting tidbit from the story comes from co-president of Sony Pictures Television Studios, Chris Parnell, who said, This is the first of many shows we intend to develop with our friends at PlayStation Productions. So I guess there are more shows based on Sony video game properties in the works. The most exciting thing... For this whole announcement, for me, 
is the fact that Neil Druckmann and Evan Wells will be involved on the creative side. That really genuinely gives me a lot of confidence in what the final product might look like. It doesn't seem like anyone at Naughty Dog is directly involved in the Uncharted movie. I mean, they certainly could be, but I just I still have a hard time believing that movie will exist at all. And maybe Naughty Dog feels the same way, which is why they haven't really attached themselves to it in any major way. I'm very curious to learn how they will handle casting. The actors who performed Joel and Ellie for the game don't really look like Joel and Ellie, but for me, and I'm sure everyone who played The Last of Us, they they are Joel and Ellie. It will be hard to see and hear someone else as those characters, assuming that the original actors don't get cast, which, I mean, they, they totally could. That's certainly a potential thing. I'm also curious how faithful it will be to the game. Will the first episode of the show essentially be the game's incredibly impactful opening sequence? Will there be a somewhat out-of-place boss fight? Will there be Jack and Daxter references in every abandoned apartment they explore? Whatever the show ultimately looks like, I do consider myself excited for it. In terms of video game stories worth adapting to film or television, The Last of Us is definitely one of the best options, if not simply the best, period. Here's what came out today. Black Mesa, the fan-created passion project turned official Valve-approved remake of the original Half-Life, sheds its early access clothing to transform into a full version 1.0 release today. You can pick it up on Steam for $19.99. The game has been in development for 15 years, having been released in portions in early access over the course of the last decade. I eagerly bought it this morning, even though at the time of writing and recording this, it hasn't left early access quite yet. I love the world of Half-Life, but am more of a Half-Life 2 guy. I actually played Half-Life 2 first, then went back and played the first game. My first full playthrough of Half-Life was actually on the uh, PlayStation 2 version, which I am sure would be considered sacrilege to many, but I had a, I had a great time with it. All of that is to say I have been looking forward to playing this since it was initially revealed, but I really wanted to wait for the completed game in order to play through the whole thing rather than being forced to stop once I hit a certain point. I played it for about an hour today. I streamed it. You can actually go watch the archive of that stream, but maybe I'll have some more uh, detailed impressions for you tomorrow. And speaking of games, I have been eagerly awaiting since they were announced. Murder by Numbers for the Nintendo Switch is out today for $14.99. It's a Picross game, a specific style of puzzle game that I refuse to shut up about, but in Murder by Numbers, the puzzles you are solving are apparently completed in an effort to discover clues and solve a murder in Los Angeles in the mid-90s. I have not touched the game yet, but I am 100% on board based on the premise alone. Solving Picross puzzles to solve a murder just feels like a good idea. Hopefully the game executes on the concept. The game will also be out on PC tomorrow. Also, another game out on Switch today is the co-op puzzle game called Ib and Ob. It's a port of a game that came out on PC back in 2014. And though it's not one that I am super familiar with, its Steam and PlayStation 4 releases are generally well-liked. 
I have been working on my One Punch Man, A Hero Nobody Knows review pretty much exclusively when it comes to the time I spend playing games. So I don't have much to say about games I've been playing right now, just because I haven't been playing a, you know, a lot of different things. But I will have a full review for that game soon over at IGN, so you can keep an eye out for that. I'm eager to play Murder by Numbers, of course, which I have downloaded on my Switch, ready to go. And I also want to play some Darksiders Genesis, which I am only getting around to recently, despite it having been out for a while. And of course, there's always Picto Quest. I still do a few puzzles before going to bed every night, so I'm making good progress on that. The little percentage tracker in the corner says I am about 40% through. It is going to be a fight between Murder by Numbers and PictoQuest for who wins my attention in the coming days, and it's going to be a brutal, probably sleepless war. Hey, thanks for listening today. I have a quick correction from at man1ck underscore t, so like manic t, I guess is how you read that, uh, on Twitter, who sent me a message after I complained about the PlayStation 4's capture capabilities. They said, just wanted to let you know that you can change the PS4 share button functionality to behave very similarly to the Switch. From the official PlayStation page, you can change how the share button operates. Press the share button, press the options button, while the menu for the share feature is displayed, and then select share settings, share button control type. So, you know, I should probably do that instead of complaining about things on a podcast that people download and listen to. If you have similar corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for this podcast wherever it is that you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I play random stuff three times a week. I think I'm going to stick with Black Mesa for the next couple days. I don't know if I'll finish it, but I'm enjoying what I played so far. And you can also find me on the MinMax show for more long-form video game discussion. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.